Welcome to the On So Many Levels podcast. A podcast about collectibles, toys, tech games, and basically whatever the hell we want. Because it's our podcast. I'm Chris, co-founder of Level 52 Studios and Broken Anvil Miniatures. And I'm Steven, co-founder of Level 52 Studios and Broken Anvil Miniatures. As well. Great. Uh, today in news... Uh, Trump got covid Along with a bunch of other idiots. Yeah. Uh, that's probably not fair to say. Some of those people are smart. But not smart if you're not wearing a mask. Yeah, and education doesn't just imply smart or exactly. being public servant doesn't <laughs> imply smart. No, it seems like the GOP really likes to eat lunch together without masks. Yeah. And, for a lot of money. And it will, it really, to even just work against them, the ultimately idiotic thing they did is also expose their... Supreme Court justice nominee. Yeah, but as the news said, she already got it, so she'll be fine. uh, Yeah, and then, exactly, and then the doctor said, we don't know, but yeah, it's just (laughs) how many ways can you try and shoot yourself in the foot, unfortunately? Right now, it's 11, right? Yeah, (laughs) unfortunately, it seems like they can shoot themselves in the foot an infinite number of times. Right. And it's... But it's okay. It's all a conspiracy, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's a big hoax. Yeah. Well, enough of that. I don't want to <laughs> go down that rabbit hole too far, but let's uh, let's cross our fingers for the best possible outcome. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, go ahead and take this one, because this so, is good. Pretty ridiculous, but hilarious, is that Surgeon Simulator 2 is now free for NHS surgeons. Uh, for our... American audience, what is an what is NHS? NHS is the National Health Service. Is that right? Well, I don't know. I'm asking you. <laughs> National Health. Oh wait, no. NHS. I believe. I think NHS is actually British. Well, yes. That's why I said for our American audience. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a second. That's ours is NIH. I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, National Dude, Health. I have no idea. It's the National yeah. Health Service in the UK. Perfect. I don't honestly know why I didn't. This wasn't something I was trying to dig super deep into. <laughs> I don't know why they made it for just for the NHS. I don't. Uh, maybe they think that British surgeons could use a hand. I'm not sure. <laughs> if you know anything about the game, that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, and what's their disclaimer? This is. Essentially, absolutely not a viable training tool for surgery yeah. unless you're a cartoon character. I mean, it is how I got my PhD, yeah. but that's... It's basically... Not valid. So. It's basically itchy and scratchy. Yeah. <laughs> I played it. I, I own it. It's it's very difficult. It's fun, but it's ridiculous. So I guess maybe it's a good way to give... Although I don't know if that that's... Why would you want to go back into that environment if that's what you're taking a break from? I don't, I don't, that's a good and it's question. Even worse, it's a worse version of that environment because you're using yeah. like hacksaws to chop off arms. And, it's comical. Yeah. That's the only thing I can, only thing I can really think of. Yeah. Maybe they get a chance to like beat up. Well, and think of like somebody. Patients that they don't You like have a job and then somebody gives you a cartoon version of your job to do at home every day. That almost sounds mocking. <laughs> I know. Maybe this isn't a good it's, thing. Maybe this is creators of Surgeon Simulator 2 being jerks. But regardless, it's free. So if you are part of the NHS, grab your copy today. 
Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 comes out in pre-release on Tuesday the 6th, which I am super excited about. It's being made by Larian Studios, uh, same people that made the two Divinity games, which were stellar in my opinion. Uh, and I've been really hungry for some awesome D&D content. Yeah, so. I agree. I think it's going to be... I'm glad they pushed it um, for the right reasons, it seems. Yeah. Uh, I wish companies would do that more because it's infuriating when you spend $60 and right. the game launches and you are basically blocked from playing your game. It incapacitates your computer, basically. Yeah. And, and you're just like, these are clear issues that were known because I don't like the I don't like the model of pay full price for a game. We're gonna give you an alpha or a beta now that's gonna be a, a finished product within the next two or three years. Right. Um, Which I think they want to they want to do pre release because they they feel the game is mainly finished and then along yeah. the next three to six months should and they're be being the they're being open about it at least. Yeah. I, and that's one Very thing I'm so. fine with if somebody's like, hey, this is you can. You can buy into this, but this is not good right yeah. now. And it looks pretty good. They, uh, I think they, the last cool little trailer thing I watched, they showed that they did uh, over forty different like human face scans for the characters, so you get these really realistic expressions and animations and and facial features. Like uh, one of the things they were showing is like they kept certain imperfections on people's faces when they scanned them, like moles and you know whatever pockmark scars That's things cool. like that so that it it adds this layer of depth into the the character creation which i think is pretty cool i watched the video on the full character creation i feel like that's going to be like an hour or two of just hanging out in that before you even start the game it's pretty in depth which is nice um nothing else on that just pick it up on tuesday play it have fun i will yeah i'll play it with you oh thanks yeah i think uh brand's gonna play it too it's a little cool and then maybe Eric and we'll have a full party. That's cool. Full party. Because I don't know anybody else that's going to play it. Sure you do. Not really. <laughs> uh, and then I guess another bit and of news. That's that's not a slight on the game at all. That's just <laughs> most of the people I know our friend playing group. video games. They're a different, different taste in games. Yeah. So. Uh, the 3090 launch was still terrible. Just as bad. Didn't improve. Just as twice the price and just as bad. Yeah, more bots. Yep, and there's still every time I see any any notification for any stock, and everybody else is saying the same thing because, unlike other people, I'm not using even just a stock monitoring bot, right? Which is something that like I'm I don't care. That's if that's something you're doing, you're just monitoring stock. Fine, cool, whatever. That's different than just. Boom, getting 20 things and checking out and then posting it right. on eBay. But <clears throat> even the people that are doing that, that are using like free tools that just kind of monitor the stock and send them a text message or something like that. Um, and some of them will even just add it to your cart. But by the time they even launch the page, everything is gone anyway. Yep. And that's uh, it's bots. I mean, it's still, why is everything still bots? Like, I don't know. I tried to log into the SNS, which is sneakers and stuff app the other day. <laughs> they're like a, they're a big sneakers and stuff. Yeah. I think they're, they're like a big sneaker reseller, high brand reseller. What's the stuff? retailer? Uh, it's clothing. Oh, I think. Okay. so okay. they do a bunch of collaborations thing that sucks. I think they're really high on their own collaborations, but 
they they like to do like these high-end collabs. I know this is going off topic here, but they like to do these high-end collabs, but it's SNS, which is sneakers and stuff, and then buy like the mm-hmm. multiplication or X symbol. And then it'll be some other really great um, f- fashion designer. Right. And then you're like, you just ruined that because nobody wants sneakers and stuff no. on their shoe. <laughs> anyway, I tried to log into their app um, because I was just trying to enter a raffle for something. And it took me like 10 failed tries to because of the capture was so hardcore. Right. That that one was just ridiculous and broken, I think on their mobile app, but I'm like, just, just do the captures that you know bots can't do. Yeah. Or if anything, they can't do 900 of them at once. Yeah. I so, saw somewhere online that someone's developing a capture where you actually speak a word Yeah, and it will recognize like voice recognition, which I don't think bots can do that right now. So that would be n- awesome. No. And unfair to people if, who are mute. I get at, that, but you know, at least anything that can be, um, Anything that could be done or faked, uh, you're talking about people developing that that are probably working other full-time jobs on right, developing right, right. artificial intelligence to yeah. do good things. Well, let's hope the uh, let's hope the AMD launch goes better. They said that they're going to do whatever they can to make sure it doesn't end up like Nvidia. Plus, I own a lot of AMD stock, so I kind of well, want that to look really good. <laughs> and this is going to be their moment to just kind of yeah. punk NVIDIA. I'll buy one, to be honest, because I still haven't got a 3080 or a 3090. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, one more thing on this note. Uh, we highly encourage people to make fake offer up accounts or Craigslist, whatever is in your area, and just troll. Just troll these assholes that are trying to sell their 3080s for $2,000. Just troll them. Or even anything that you want to, you just want to own and use for the intended purpose yeah. Um, or any purpose other than scalping. Right. Just do it for any of that stuff. Just yeah. mess with people. Don't hurt it's anybody. Fine. Yeah. But, you know, have them but, drive an hour out yeah, of the way to drop something wrong off. wrong with doing that. And then don't show up. Maybe you just don't want it anymore. Yep. I think it's fun. Uh, last bit of news. Some punk ass little bitch punched Rick Moranis in the face in New York City for no reason. That and we know of. And the video makes me sad because it's he's not a young dude. Rick Moranis. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy that punched him is young. <laughs> uh, but, like, first of all, he probably didn't know it was Rick Moranis, but still. Yeah. I'm like, he's an old man. Like, what are you doing? And the old man in me is instantly thinking, like, is this, like, a, a TikTok challenge or something? Doubtful. Like, what it was, like... Um, Remember that challenge a long time ago that was like, uh, I don't know how long ago it was, but it was like just one of them was like walking up and slapping people as hard as you could. Yeah, Um, that's right. A lot of stuff like that where it was like knocking people out. Um, Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, he didn't have, he wasn't like recording himself or anything. (laughs) So I think it was just a a random act of violence, which sucks. And luckily... Luckily, Rick Moranis is okay. He hurt himself a little bit, but he's he'll be okay. Seem good, which is yeah. good. Yeah, he's a he's a still. There's no reason treasure. to yeah. Don't punch old people in the face for no yeah. reason. Just don't punch people in the face for no reason. <laughs> I don't want to condone anything that could just go 
all kinds of just stop stop yeah. punching people in the face. That's one good thing. Um, yeah, so that's it for news. All right, so today we're going to discuss uh, to our best ability because I'm definitely not a scientist. Uh, some AI stuff that has intrigued yeah. me over the last couple of weeks. So uh, I don't think many of you know this because a lot of you don't know me personally, uh, but I like to make music. And I found this interesting website called Ava.ai. It's A-I-V-A dot A-I. And it's a artificial intelligence music generation website. Um, it's pretty cool. It's not perfect, uh, but you can generate multiple different genres of music. You set a bunch of different parameters and it guarantees it doesn't generate the same thing ever, like, you know, multiple times. Um, and I've, I've been playing with it for hours and it's so much fun. You get some wacky stuff, but I think it works really well for people who are writing music and just need like maybe a little bit of inspiration that doesn't come from a particular artist or, you know, existing piece of music. So, you know, you're not copying somebody, you're being inspired by somebody else. You just, you're, you're getting some yeah. randomly generated music, which is pretty cool. Well, uh, and let's be even, I mean, you're just having an AI do what musicians do anyway over time is they yeah. feed their brains music and they take inspiration from other musicians yeah they just have the other thing where they also take information uh, like uh take inspiration from maybe their environment and their feelings and experiences which <laughs> so i don't think computers can uh, do yeah, much i'm not of that. sure what that uh, I, we've seen what that looks like it's pretty flat yeah so what's what's really cool is you can actually you can feed it um midi files of music and it will start to learn more about the music that you like and then generate music based more on that music, which then ends up being better versions of its generated music, which is kind of cool. Um, but it's definitely interesting because I feel like over time, like this is just the beginning of this, right? Um, over time, that's going to be a very, very powerful tool. And I can imagine artists at some point just turning to generating, you know, maybe 50 to 60% of their their track with AI. And then just because you can even with this program, you can... Um, there's a tab on the website. You can just click it and roll out the music and edit it right there. Yeah. So you can change things around, make it sound exactly how you want. You can export it to MIDI and then bring it into Audacity or something or whatever you, you use um, to edit your music and then you know adjust it and make it a personal track. And I think it's going to be so easy for like professional composers to use stuff like this. Yeah. Where they just they can set it off like you. I think you can generate like five to ten songs at a time. But you just set it to generate, it takes a minute or so, and just they can just create a library of pre-generated nonsense and then pull that in and pull loops and things from it. Well, and think about like when I say like a composer or uh, just sits down to a piano or a guitar or something and they're just sitting in a studio or their home or wherever and they just start creating melodies like riffing or chords yeah. exactly and just kind of trying to find the tone that they want for their song and stuff like that this probably is a good way to help them where they just go okay i like that now i can just kind of change this but that mm -hmm. saved me a ton of time and i know that sounds really commercial and corporate for a way of making music but um the way you make music is your own way of making music anyway Absolutely. so nobody yeah. should be able to tell you what you feel or whether it's authentic if you made it yeah. I mean, the only way that you can create music that is 
truly original as if you were isolated from birth and, yeah. <laughs> and you had a guitar and you learned how to play it your way, which would probably not be the right way yeah. if you never heard music. So it's, you know, you're always influenced by something. So I think this is just a, it's like a quick fix to figuring out what's going to influence your next song yeah. or how you're going to write your melody. I think it's really cool. And then with that, you know, we we discovered uh, other forms of really interesting AI stuff. I think you found the art. Art. This. So we were talking about this AI uh, music and Chris was showing me this stuff and it was comical, but also really impressive at the same time. Because yeah. some of the things like that we listened to, <laughs> one of them specifically heavy metal was ridiculous. Oh, it totally. But, sounded like terrible 14-year-old kids yeah. jamming in their garage. Um. But I don't think it's about the sound quality anyway. But this also goes to um, artwork, which, and more specifically, I had thought of something I'd watched. I had watched a program, I think, a long time ago, uh, maybe like five years ago, uh, that was talking about where AI AI is and where it's going. And in 2015, 2016, we were light years behind where we are just now. Yeah. Well, because of AI um, and the company or not a, a company, a guy that works for, uh, I think a Dutch, um, yeah, Dutch Walter J. Walter Thompson and uh, is a Dutch advertising firm and Boz Corsten creative director created a essentially a, an original Rembrandt. Uh, that was 3D printed using AI by feeding it tons of information, a lot of different images of Rembrandt. And when you look at it, the way they had released it, they were going to auction it and is essentially tease people that an original Rembrandt had been found and it's coming up for auction. People believed it. Also, generally, the people that are going to show up for an auction or show interest in an auction for Rembrandt probably no fine art. And that's, or at least think they do. Or at least think yeah. they do. Um, they're still probably trained in fine art in one way or the other. Or a small percentage of them are like, I just want to own it because it's expensive. Um, but it it's really, really impressive. And then we started looking at other... The, the fact that you can just create an original painting, essentially, and pass it off. Because we've seen forgers do it. Just actual art forgers, forgers where they... That's just a piece of art comes up out of nowhere and somebody's trying to sell it and Christie's will take it and say, or Sotheby's or whatever the major auction houses are, they'll take it and they'll be like, yeah, we certify this is just based on the style, the age and everything, the way it looks. We're going to certify this as uh, an original uh, name of any, any artist, any classical artist. And then you find out years later that it's a fraud. <laughs> And but it's it's just the fact that a computer's making something that we connect with emotionally. Yeah. And if, if you had just found this and a computer didn't do it, then you would probably create this if you're into art that way or not. I mean, you'd probably create this kind of connection with it and try and see what the artist was feeling. Then you find out the artist wasn't feeling anything because it can't feel. It's a computer. <laughs> it's an ice cold it's, yeah, computer. It just goes down that rabbit hole of yeah. AI and where AI is taking us anyway. Um, and there's another, uh, another company that we were looking at that creates really awesome stuff. Apparently, they've just been 
they had been throwing their stuff up on auction for like they just started pumping out paintings and paintings and paintings putting up an auction but i think chris found some for uh pretty cheap now but their first one sold for what i believe was their first one sold for like four hundred and thirty five thousand dollars or something and yeah now they sell for 40 bucks now 40 bucks and they look awesome and creepy ridiculous at the same time like that's <laughs> it's yeah it's super weird and creepy uh i recommend everyone go check it out it's at artaigallery.com uh they're affordable and i i mean obviously support real artists as well but this is really cool to look at and and just kind of see where where this ar AI art is going and the people that um, f- create these projects I'll give them credit for being they're real artists they well I think what's happening is they're they're just feeding it thousands and thousands of paintings yeah. but at least in the context of these guys they're at least creating the AI yeah the yeah place. of course yeah but it's what's really cool is like that the the AI is pulling like <laughs> it's pulling from some you know vast library and putting together these compositions that look surprisingly good uh and it's it's weird because i'm both like very attracted to the artwork but also not i'm like some of it is very unsettling well and and i think that's one of those things that uh points to how unique the human face is in general at least for these things that are that are supposed to be paintings of humans how unique yeah. the human face is. And I know we can do facial recognition and things like that. And then our brains are, 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 uh, naturally, uh, able to identify faces and human faces and we just see faces and everything. But I think it's just bizarre when you ask a computer to generate a face, it kind of has, it has a hard time. All the things it can do, it kind of has a hard time creating human faces it's weird. Yeah. I'm Unless like, I'm like stuck in this, in this, <laughs> this website looks looking awesome. at these I think creepy it looks, paintings. Yeah. I think it looks awesome. The one thing though, that uh, there is still a problem and this, this goes for the art uh, and the music generation is AI has a tendency to repeat. Um, and I've noticed that like I, I probably generated 50 to a hundred songs over the the last weekend yeah and i noticed that in in the song so the songs themselves don't repeat but inside of the songs there's a lot of areas of of repetition um and you can see that in the paintings where like if you just uh if you go to that website and you isolate it under the search and you look up humans you'll see that it clearly is pulling from there's like this angle done a a long time ago it's like a three-quarter angle it's really popular where um, you're seeing the right side of the subject's face. And you'll see that it does that an awful lot. And it clearly pulls, like it looks like it pulls from almost one painting more than others. So you start to see that specific painting in, you know, like as you're scrolling through here, you'll see it like in Oh yeah, the majority yeah. of the paintings. And it's... Well, that's how that Rembrandt really was, is it was like a white guy in his 30s to 40s, um, wearing black and white and 
just that's that's basically what it ended up spitting out. Yeah, it's kind of uncanny that like, it does that. Like eight paintings in a row that almost yeah. They don't look the same, but it looks like it's the same subject. Yeah. And then what I find really creepy is it names the paintings. So for the humans, it'll give them names. So that's like Merrick Gerardo, Earl Oslin, <laughs> Crea Brooker, Peyton Biggie, uh, Isolde Clark. And I mean, they all sound like they're real human names. Well, now also but if then it's, I'm just like, what? If the A is repeating itself <laughs> in the art it's creating, not necessarily copying, but just repeating itself and its tendencies. I mean, is that its own style? Does the right. AI now have right. its now, own style? Now it's a painter. Like it's yeah. it's a it's an artist, and that's interesting. And that's a whole other uh, yeah. philosophical question or you know conversation, right? Is like, is this an artist now? Yeah, because I would say yes. It's developing it's, a style, and yeah, it's, it's and it, you can't just be like, well, it's not inspired or it's not. Tra-. It is. Humans are inspiring it and training it. I know the inspire is pretty, that's a stretch, but you're training it like you would train somebody to be an artist. Not in the exact same way. Uh, I think it's a little bit easier once you've written the, once you've written the software. Yeah. But. um, I'm interested to see where this is going to be in five years. Because the the advance in the last five years has been so huge that the next leap is going to be. Yeah, it'll be ridiculous. Well, and the 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 with the fact that these AIs, when you have some of these isolated AIs that startups are using, or I just say startups, really just smaller companies, or uh, maybe it's just a small university project that doesn't have a ton of funding or a ton of infrastructure for it. Um, I'd leave out schools like MIT and Stanford and stuff who have these massive endowments for their computer science, so they actually create like industrial. Uh, industrial applications so but when you have companies like we you know like microsoft amazon google apple yeah their ai is all based on machine learning now which is all done with a hive mind so before like because five ten years ago cloud computing was talked about you could do it for you could use little applications like uh, Google Docs and stuff like that that were that were neat. It was accessible from anywhere because it was stored in a cloud infrastructure. But now it's evolved so much that you have these mat you can create these massive hive minds where if you really want to, you could take a several acre data center and use all of its computers to essentially process information and learn. And it's it's literally uh, the scary super sci-fi hive mind that people are afraid of because it learns at an incredible rate and it spits out information at an insane rate. It's, But now you're literally trying to create... This isn't something that generally comes up when we talk about like sci-fi movies or books or stuff like that, right? It They never really touch on the creative process that might exist within like this scary AI Skynet thing. They're always like, it's be, they're going to eradicate humans. They think like humans, but then you're like, we're literally, they're never training them like that for the most part. I mean, Westworld stuff like that is kind of uh, touching that, but this stuff's, we're training our AI to do very human things like the liberal arts which is kind of crazy yeah next i want to see an ai write a novel 
I'm sure that's already been done. Probably. I mean, I would almost. You're yeah. you're probably right. Um, it'll be interesting. I'm I'm fascinated. Like you said, five or ten years, it's probably going to be way beyond what we're even kind of thinking right now. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be pretty amazing. I think we're just heavily going to rely on getting doing regular things in our life, everyday tasks. We're heavily going to rely on AI in one form. So. Um, I'm excited. I mean, it's it's both scary well. but exciting. Like it's. I am. Well, you just don't want the AI to realize. The scary part is like once it realizes how destructive the human race can be. Right. And so then it learns. If it learns self-preservation, you got a problem. Just let's just hope. Yeah. <laughs> all we have is hope at this point. And especially when you don't know what it's going to do, because all of this is always an, it's an ongoing experiment. You don't know how it's going to react the very next time you have fed it a whole bunch of information and look for a response. So it's never. What if its response is to generate another AI? Exactly. Like it's, (laughs) you have the, you don't know what you're going to get back. You have an idea of just kind of like the paradigm that you're going to receive a response in, but you're, all of it's just let's feed it something and see what it does. Yep. But it's well, a pretty it's it's really fascinating that yeah, and I like that it's being implemented in things like uh you know our cell phones and and computers and then also cars. Like, yeah. Um, you know I I was looking at the Plaid Model S, which is the new Tesla, and I'm sure they're adding a lot of new AI functions in that because it's. Well, the newest model and the previous ones, the original ones up until now, yeah, were already pretty incredible compared to other cars as far as being smart driving cars. The self driving stuff is weird. It feels weird to stop driving yeah. a car it's on a freeway strange. going eighty miles an hour. I was in California, so that's not legal, but it's basically <laughs> legal. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's weird. It it, it definitely makes you uncomfortable, but. That's, I think, learning how to trust in something like that. Yeah. Is, that's going to be the hardest part for humans overall. I mean, there's so many people right now that won't adopt things like Alexa because they just think that it's this scary, like, yeah. spy thing for Amazon, which, I mean, it is. It is. And but at the same time, it's also a very useful tool that people can use in their daily lives if used correctly. Well, and the problem is, is people are scared of saying Alexa or Hey Siri. You don't have to say those things. It's, we know at this point that your phone is listening to you, but it's not, the companies aren't listening to you. They're not listening to your conversations. It's like a it's human not, assigned to yeah. every other human. That would yeah. be insane. Yeah. So it's not like that. They're not they're not looking for your phone is listening to you so that companies can advertise to you. This yeah. if my phone's next to us, it's listening to the conversation we're having. It's sending stuff back to a server. Uh whether it's for Apple or Google or whoever you've given oh, yeah. author or authorization to on your phone to just kind of listen to you and probably didn't read the EULA. Um Nobody reads it. Exactly. And it's going back and saying, hey, they're talking about this. And everybody's had a creepy experience where they didn't Google anything. They didn't. They all they did was just have a conversation about something very specific. And then they open up their phone and maybe they open Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And they have a specifically targeted ad towards them that it's just sorry, your phone's listening to you, whether you say Alexa Siri or not. It's just, are you, 
if you don't want it to, just don't. Siri talks to me anything. all the time. I don't ask her anything. She'll just pick. I didn't catch that. Mike, how am yeah. I talking to you? It is annoying that you've now <laughs> basically removed Alexa as yeah. being a name that you can, a classic name that's existed for millennium, at least in one form or the other. Now you can't name your children Alexa. Luckily, nobody was naming their kids Siri, but even when somebody says Steven in my house, Siri, as obnoxious a child as she is, just... <laughs> What? Are you talking to me? Yeah, are you talking to me? Is I that, didn't get that. What? I'm like, you didn't get that because I wasn't talking to you. It's like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> are you positive? I'm pretty sure I heard Siri. Yeah, so. it's it's pretty, it's wacky, man. I, but I love it. Like, I, I'm also one of those people that likes that stuff. I don't have anything to hide, so I don't care. Like, if they're, yeah, I don't. I just, like, it doesn't matter. But. I just want to be able to trust the companies to not use it for nefarious reasons. Yeah, but we know that that's... And that's... They all do. They all do. <laughs> and the only the only way we can change that is... I, it's so cliche and it's... I won't say stupid because it's... There's nothing stupid about it. Just have to vote for the people that we want to change things like that. Yeah. And speak about those things. Um, because I know this is slightly... I'd say slightly off topic. Still, still some AI involved here. But... Twitter did release or is working out and they've released, I think, like a beta version, maybe or at least screenshots of something called Birdwatch, um, okay. which allows people to, I think, add notes. It's a lot of it's speculation right now. It is coming. They said it's not going to be ready before the election, unfortunately. Allows people to add notes to warn people or add context to things that are uh, that are false or misleading. So like several people, it's like you can add a note to it like this is not true here, blah, 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 this. Or you can get other people. You, I think you, you'll be able to add like surveys and stuff to it. Um, but you don't think that would work negatively as well? Well, I think there are moderators. I think there are going to be moderators that actually are in charge of these things. So it's like not just anybody's going to be allowed to do I, I it's it's very open right now, but it's called Birdwatch. All of this stuff is speculation, but they released saying, "Hey, this is this is something that's misleading, or it's not misleading. Factual, not factual." Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm taking a look at it right now because I want to know more about this. I would implore everybody to. Uh, and it's, I guess it's Twitter, Birdwatch. Um, there isn't a whole lot of information. There's just some, basically, this is our idea of what we want to do, which is help moderate the flow of misleading information on the internet. So, Which there's so much. There is so much. Hey, this is where AI is going to have to do its, <sighs> do its yeah. damage. Well, what's sad, too, is, I mean, hey, we're going to lock off topic but who cares it's our podcast uh okay i just lost sound for a second push it in you good uh it might go out if i touch it again but i'm fine right now i just won't okay. move <laughs> uh a little off topic but i think that the spread of misinformation is insane but the problem is even if something's proven wrong, people still don't want to listen. So That's true. It's not even the, like for me, 
I look at it like, well, the spread of misinformation is bad, but what's worse is the amount of ignorant people that refuse to change their mindset when presented with facts because they go, well, the thing presenting me facts isn't truthful. Yeah. It's biased against me. What is truthful then to you? It's biased against me. Right. They're really, that is the absolute crux of, um, this was like kind of part of that whole thing with like, why would Russia want Donald Trump to be president or Hillary Clinton to be president? Why? Russia doesn't care who's president. They care how, who gives them the best chance of dividing and diminishing the integrity of our, and trust in our democracy and yeah. voting. That's it. That's all they want. And this is perfect example of that that's been happening is the fact that we now can't believe things that are factual. And if you don't already... Uh, if you're not already somebody who tries to verify facts with with uh, verifiable sources or trusted sources, um, there's a the pro- there's probably a chance that you're never going to do that if that's not already something that you've just decided right. you want to do for yourself. And as the I think the former president of Georgia had said is. Americans are too lazy yep. to find out for themselves. Yeah. I mean, it, and it, I, I deal with it on a not daily basis, but I have people in my circle that I know that are, they just refuse to change their mind, even with facts. Yeah. But then what's also scary is they like, and this, this isn't just like modern day facts. It's stuff like, Columbus discovering America like they have this weird they they can't understand that that's not the truth either that like well it's like what we were that... taught in in school in America specifically are not necessarily true and like some of them are not they're just yeah they're just false and some of them are true in a certain concept from a certain point right Columbus discovered America as far as this as far as the Spanish were concerned exactly that was basically it. He discovered a place that these people didn't know about. But I mean, you see a lot of the things like that that are like, this just can't make sense in the first place. Um, but when you start saying things like, well, I don't think science, I don't think scientists know really, really know what they're talking about. You're going down a pretty dangerous it's literally the movie. It's the end point is the movie Idiocracy. Yeah. Like that's, no, I, I, that's mean, I had this game. argument with someone. Uh, I mean, this is about a month or so ago about Columbus, but it was the concept that he, I mean, he never even stepped foot in North America. No. Never happened. A, but that's uh, the argument is that person was like, yes, he did. Yes, he did. He discovered America. He was here. And you're like, yeah, but he didn't. Then he landed in the proof. West like, Indies and. Yeah, it's like, but why does that also bother you so much? I know. And it's it's people, I think, that can't let go of things they thought they knew, even though that thing that they thought they knew doesn't change or affect their current day-to-day. It's very strange. It's like a, in my opinion, I feel like it's a it's a weird, like, extension of pride. Like, I think it is almost exclusively pride and ego. Nobody... Nothing is more humiliating than telling somebody, telling somebody something 
your entire life as if it's true. Mm-hmm. And then finding out for yourself that it's patently false for but some I, people. Yeah, for but some I feel people, like that's, that's the and that's that's the weird thing that I think maybe needs to be talked about more. And and I mean, people need help in general. A lot of people need to go to therapy, but the like the perspective of that's embarrassing. It should be, you should be excited. You learned the true thing. Exactly. And now you can tell other people the true thing and not look like an idiot when you talk about Columbus and your, you know, yeah. And then your friends for whatever, if you're having that discussion, I don't know why you would, but like, and that's a pretty minor thing as far as the ramifications of everybody thinking Columbus discovered America, you're going to hurt people's feelings for the most part is all you're going to do that's the end all which is also kind of pathetic yeah. if you have feelings based around yeah well i know Columbus a big part is America. well i understand one part of it and that's italian americans who just took a lot of pride in the fact that columbus was italian but it is like why do americans care if an italian guy went and sailed around the world for the Spanish crown and landed somewhere that he landed somewhere that he had never been before. That's just such a bizarre thing. Anyway, it's getting too much into (laughs) Columbus, but it's, you just got to be like, Oh, okay, cool. I was wrong. Whatever. Nobody cares if you're wrong, if you're willing to accept the, accept what's right. And I mean, right, not like philosophically, right. Just right facts, the right thing. That right. is like, for instance, there is no evidence of voter fraud, especially in mail-in ballots in the history of this country, period. <laughs> Zero. Boom. So that's Steven another one of those things. Mic. <laughs> no, those things that's just misinformation. What's your Twitter Twitter handle so people can at you about this? Oh, no, I won't get that up. <laughs> Great. So there's going to come after our studio. No. Uh sorry. Um <laughs> you can email I'm just kidding. Uh yeah, I mean that's it's crazy. I mean, well shit in the the era of COVID has been yeah. you know, masks are uh God, what's the stupidest one I heard that masks actually give you COVID? Yeah, no. That it, was a thing going it around. Like, it's like it, it it's like it activates def- the COVID yeah, gene or something. It like deflects it back into your Jesus like, it Christ. Doesn't, yeah, yeah. It's just a, the level of stupidity that I've seen in the last ten months in this country is in it's just insane. Well, and the people don't realize, and I really don't think people are realizing like how much of a problem this is because most of these most of these at least conspiracy theories that just like kind of flout um fact just scientific fact yeah they're not originating from somebody that they support they're not originating from a right. political party or a political person they're originating from a qanon yeah they're shit like that they're originating from trolls who yeah. are essentially spies i mean they literally i mean they are literally spies that their only job is to just spread disinformation. They're not even Americans right. that are spreading all this information, and they're not even from a democratic country. What's the new one now after the the ridiculous debate between Trump and Biden? The new conspiracy is that because there was a crease in Biden's shirt, he was wearing a wire. Oh, I haven't heard this. And when this this late this this Trumpet, whatever the hell you want to call him, 
was interviewed about it. She was like, we're talking about Biden. He's, you don't think his shirt would have been perfectly pressed? Like <laughs> that there wouldn't be a crease real. there. It had to be a wire. Uh huh. And then even if there were, who cares? Does wire it, for what? Maybe is that a hearing aid? Maybe somebody is telling him what to say. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I can't even think of a reason. <laughs> he didn't where, get the same much anyways. Yeah, he's not Trump the, kept interrupting yeah, him. not the Manchurian candidate over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's so dumb. Either way, but a lot of these things just start with with Russian troll farms that yeah. we knew existed. Where it's just they just go and they're like, "We're gonna get this tweet," and they set up they set up thousands and thousands and thousands of accounts that all friend each other. Yep, and then they all create their own social network. So they create they artificially create likes for it. They promote it. They make comments that kind of incite other people with that that confirmation bias yeah and it's crazy and they do it for they do it for both sides but just to kind of look legitimate sometimes to yeah. create an air of legitimacy it's really scary but it's not something people really want to i think really dig into or realize like how i think a lot of people just don't think it's real yeah and they're i know like, a lot well, of people how, don't how think could a real. bot make a comment on twitter and you're like what are you what are you talking yeah. about same way a bot can st- Deal of buying my goddamn yeah. video cards. It's advanced. It's so. they make your cars. Damn it, bots do a lot of yeah. things. <laughs> Surprise! Robots have been making your car for a long time. Yeah. Uh, hey, that was how we brought it back around to AI. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for today. We kind of went off on a tangent there about a lot of crazy things, uh, but that's what's going to happen from yeah. here on out. It's our podcast. We'll do what we want. All right, I'm Chris. I'm Steven. Enjoy the rest of your your week.